Are you longing for real life change and lasting impact? Here at More To Be, we believe that is possible through a fresh encounter with God and His Word. I'm Angela Sackett. And I'm Lisa Pulliam. And together, we want to help you think biblically and live transformed to be more like Jesus as you seek to join God in His work every day. So we're so glad that you joined us today, and uh, we're going to get into an interesting topic and one that I think we're probably all longing for, and that is be refreshed. Um, I don't know about you, but no matter what time of year it is, it seems like I could use just a little breather, a little refreshment in my busy day. Lisa, you too? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Uh, refreshment, and I think it's interesting, refreshment comes in all shapes and sizes. Mm-hmm. So dependent really on our personality like if I say refresh what comes to mind for you oh maybe some alone time and a cup of hot tea (laughs) okay right a good book a good book and so for me if I think of like how I want to be refreshed it's also probably alone time but a whole day of no scheduled appointments Mm. I want a complete blank day on the calendar I want to wake up slow. I want to have my quiet time with the Lord, have a cup of coffee, Mm -hmm. and then I want to work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll take that. Yeah. I just want to work. I want to knock off my to-do list without anybody needing anything from me. And I don't even know if I would stop to eat. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. I want the good stuff. You know me and food. (laughs) Well, Well, let me say, I don't even know if I would stop to go have a meal, but I would dip my hand into my snack drawer next to me and pull out some chocolate and some nuts probably is what I would end up doing. All the chocolate, yes. Right, right. So there's... Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Ah, we're doing it again. I was just going to say, whatever refreshment looks like for you as you're listening today, we're going to just kind of dare you to go even deeper on that concept. And let's look at what God's word has to say to us about being refreshed, about refreshment. Yeah, good? Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> sounds good. Let's go to the scriptures. All right. So the passage we're going to be looking at over the next couple of, um, of times together is John 4, 1 through 42. Um, but today we're just going to read 1 through 15. So grab your Bible if you have it. If not, just make a quick note of this um, passage and go back and look it up as you have time. John 4, 1 through 42, and I'm going to read up through verse 15. Now Jesus learned that the Pharisees had heard that he was gaining and baptizing more disciples than John. Although, in fact, it was not Jesus who baptized, but his disciples. So he left Judea and went back once more to Galilee. Now he had to go through Samaria. So he came to a town in Samaria called Sychar near the plot of ground Jacob had given to his son Joseph. Joseph's well was there, and Jesus, tired as he was from the journey, sat down by the well. It was about noon. When a Samaritan woman came to draw water, Jesus said to her, Will you give me a drink? His disciples had gone into town to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, You are a Jew, and I'm a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me for a drink? For Jews do not associate with the Samaritans. Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God and who it is that asks you for a drink, You would have asked him and he could have given you living water. Sir, the woman said, you have nothing to draw with and the well is deep. Where can you get this living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob who gave us the well and drank from it himself as did also his sons and his livestock? Jesus answered, everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. Indeed, The water I give them will become in them a spring of water welling up to eternal life. 
The woman said to him, sir, give me this water so that I won't get thirsty and have to keep coming here to draw water. Mm, thank you. So as you were reading through that, I was wondering how many of our listeners are thinking, what does this have to do with being refreshed? <laughs> right? And I think that's the challenge is that we have identified refreshment mm. as an accomplishment for me, right? Mm-hmm. That I want to I wanna have a day on schedule to get things done. Or, or for you, you said refreshment is time alone and, and sipping a, a glass of tea, a cup of tea. I mean, I might also say refreshment would be um, going to get a massage or getting my nails done or sitting on the beach and reading a good book. I mean, there's all these different ways that we say uh, we want to be refreshed. And all those things I think we've just described would be considered acceptable. There's nothing inherently wrong with any of those ways of going about refreshment. But I want to flip it and think about what are the ways that we seek to satisfy that thirst we have, the, mm. the kind of thirst that needs to be refreshed, the soul thirst, in ways that are not of God. Yeah. So that that thirst for significance or the thirst for a sense of purpose, we've been talking about that throughout this season on this podcast, the, the thirst for meaning and the thirst for approval we thirst after these things, right? Mm-hmm. And so, so true. I think of it uh, in an illustration I often will use with teenagers when I talk on the topic of dating. I'll, I'll hold in front of me a, a cup, an empty cup. And I, I'll say, you know, we're, we're, we are like this empty cup. And we go around from person to person to person wanting them to fill us up. Mm-hmm. But all they have for us is their spit. And so they spit in the cup. And is that spit satisfying? Is it, is it, it looks potentially like water. It may have the same properties as water. I don't know. I'm not getting into the science of it all. (laughs) But it's so minimal in its provision. I mean, it's not going to go very far. And it's certainly not going to satisfy, like going to uh, the sink, filling up a pitcher with ice cold water, filling it up into the cup and taking a drink. Mm. And the problem is, I think, we do this even, forget about being a teenager, we do this our whole lives. We go from thing to thing to thing, hoping that it will satisfy our soul. And it doesn't because it's not the real thing that Jesus offers us. What do you think about that? Oh, I so agree with you. And it's interesting because I think sometimes we don't even realize what those things are. Um, but if we go deep, you know, it, it may be shopping trip. It might be, you know, physical things that we, we think we need in our homes. It might be friendships. Um, mm-hmm. It might even be good books and good teachers that we listen to. And that's something that we talk, we've said before here at More to Be, you know, a good podcast can be great. It can be a good blessing, but it doesn't, it's not the meat of the mm-hmm. word. That's why we always dare you to go open your Bible yourself and read it. Um, but yeah, I think you're right. We look for so many other little things to fill up that mm-hmm. there's soul thirst that the we soul all have. Thirst. And I, I think the challenge is that we, we fill ourselves with so many of those um, false gods really because everybody else is also filling them with false gods. It's just part of our normal. Whether we're scrolling through Instagram because we're bored and we're numbing out, 
well, why don't we scroll through the Bible app? Yeah. Like we don't. I don't think we do. I don't. Uh, yeah. And so what what ha- is consuming our time and our energy and our focus that isn't God himself? And so really, mm-hmm. in so many ways, we're talking about idolatry. When we worship yeah. anyone or anything other than God, it's idolatry. And so I think part of our hangup is maybe we are struggling with that feeling of rejection. And so when I look at this first part of John in verse nine, the woman was surprised for Jews refused to have anything to do with Samaritans. She said to Jesus, you are a Jew and I'm a Samaritan woman. Why are you asking me for a drink? Mm-hmm. And so she just kind of starts right there, the conversation with him, like, I don't belong in your world. Yeah. I don't fit. You are breaking custom. You're breaking culture and tradition. And, you know, we can look at this and say, well, that, that was a Jew and the Samaritan woman, but what is it in our culture, in our experience, that we feel a sense of rejection mm. and turn to that false god? Mm-hmm. And, you know, you mentioned the the social media thing. I think that even magnifies it as we have this in our hands. Most of us are our mm-hmm. back pockets 24-7, 18 mm-hmm. hours out of 24, whatever it is. This this screen that can show us all the pretty things everybody else is doing is is owning, is decorating with, is, you know, makeup, whatever it is, we we kind of have this tendency, this temptation to feel rejected all the yeah. time, right? Yeah, yeah. Either, either from the perspective of I don't measure up, mm-hmm. so it's almost a sense of you're putting that sense of rejection and isolation on yourself. I just don't fit. I don't belong. I can't accomplish. But on, on my side of things, um, you know, my Instagram account is, large enough that I get random people who I don't really know following me and then they unfollow me because it's, mm-hmm. it's clickbait. Really. Oh, they follow they me. Follow. <laughs> they follow me because they want me to follow them. Yeah. And so I could have day one, you know, a dozen new followers and day two, a dozen unfollowers. And so we have been trained that a like a, a, a plus, a check mark is a sign of you've accomplished, you've made it, you belong. And a minus check mark, a, a non-invitation to a party, an unfollow means there must be something wrong with you. Yeah. And translate that to real life. You know, if I'm not the mom everybody's talking to at the bus stop, or if I'm yes. not the, the, the woman at church that all the other ladies flock to, mm-hmm. do I allow myself to be defeated by that rejection too? And that, that cup feels ever the more empty. I'm more thirsty. Right, right. <laughs> and, and to take this to a very serious note, we, we have been rejected by man. I think of how many women statistically are listening to this podcast who have suffered um, the experience of adultery or divorce, betrayal in that regard. Or uh, like the situations that I've been in my life where, you know, my dad didn't talk to me for four years. You want to talk about feeling rejected to have your own dad have no contact with you for four years. I had to really learn how to uh, train my brain to believe that although I was rejected by my earthly father, my heavenly father would never forsake me or abandon me or leave me. Mm -hmm. And, And so how many of our earthly circumstances are uh, reaffirming the idea that you are rejectable mm-hmm. as opposed to you are chosen. Yeah. And that is where the Samaritan woman found herself with an identity of you are rejectable 
And Jesus is standing there before her and saying, if only you knew. Mm-hmm. And so verse 10, Jesus replied, if only you knew the gift God has for you and who you are speaking to, you will ask me and I would give you living water. I love it in our episode when we talked through Ephesians 4 about being worthy of the call, the mm-hmm. gifts that were given to us in Christ. We talked about gifts in that episode, and here we are talking about a gift, another gift that God has for us. And this gift is living water. So what do we do with that? Are we receiving that or are we refusing that gift mm-hmm. that, that Jesus has for us? And I think like the Samaritan woman, we're like, yeah, but how? Really, that she starts with the but, verse 11. But, sir, you don't have a rope or a bucket, she said, and this well is very deep. Where would you get this living water? So Jesus is talking to her on the spiritual realm, but she is responding in this earthly realm. Yes. Because that's yep. where she lives. She yep. has to live on the earth with the water that she's drawing from this well. You know, dude, what are you talking about is really what she's thinking. And I think we're the same way, too, like, we, we've talked about the power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead is accessible to us. But in our earthly, we're like the Samaritan woman, like, yeah, but how? Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah. you go. go, I was, go. No, I was just going to say, I was thinking about my, uh, I, I lead, co-lead a women's um, citywide Bible study where I live and we meet monthly. And my daughter was sharing with me yesterday, one of the questions that was asked of the women was, um, what are some practical ways that you get God's word into you, that you really are refreshed by God's truth? And one of the ladies, um, an older lady, actually, surprisingly, said, well, I have have an alarm set on my phone every day at 10 o'clock in the morning to read the Bible. And immediately, one of the older women responded, well, what does, what if that interrupts your day? What if that interrupts what you're doing? Oh. And my, my, yeah, and my, here's my 17 year old daughter sharing this story with me. And she said, mama, it just, it was so interesting to me. We're sharing ways that we can make ourselves available for God to pour into us is true. And the immediate response was, but what if it gets in the way of, and I think, you know, this, what you're talking about here, this refusal to receive, sometimes God, he's holding his hands out. He's holding his truth, mm-hmm. his encouragement, his refreshment out to us. And we go, but, 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 yeah. you know? Yeah. It just won't work. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the, the, and that's where we have to be cognizant that John 10, 10, God has come to give life to us to the full through Jesus Christ, but the enemy has come to steal, kill and destroy And that enemy is called the father of lies. So are we believing in God's promises or are we believing the lies that come from the pit of hell? And the lie from the pit of hell is, but that won't make a difference. Reading my Bible isn't going to give me life. Believing in Jesus isn't going to change my circumstances. And so it's just, it's a challenge because at the end of the day, you and I can't make anyone believe this truth that's sitting in front of us. We can't even make ourselves sometimes believe the truth that is sitting in front of us. We need the Holy Spirit to do the work that the Holy Spirit is designed to do, to be our counselor and our guide, to make the scriptures relevant. And so if we continue reading, what I love about Jesus is that he he responds to her and he will respond to us. She continues on. She has a whole paragraph here. Besides, (laughs) do you think you're greater than our ancestor Jacob who gave it this well? How can you offer better water than he and his sons and his animals enjoyed? She had three butts for him. Yeah. 
And he replied, he listened to it all. That's what I love about this. Like, look at the character of Jesus here. He shows up to a woman who feels rejected. He, he breaks the cultural mold. He engages in a conversation with her. He offers her a gift, even though the world would say she's not worth it. And then he listens to her refusing. Yeah. Listens to, uh, listens to her ask the God of the universe, do you think you're better than Jacob? <laughs> right, 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 right. I mean, yeah, I love this. Here. So in verse 13, Jesus replied, anyone who drinks this water will soon become thirsty again. It's like the spit in that cup. Right? The false, the false God. But those who drink the water I give will never be thirsty again. It becomes a fresh bubbling spring within them, giving them eternal life. And finally, she's at the place of, huh, that sounds pretty darn good. And she says in verse 15, please, sir, the woman said, give me this water. Then I'll never be thirsty again. And I won't have to come here to get water. And I, what I love is that Jesus knows the core of her problem. It's not the external. It's, it's not, and we'll read this and, and dive into this next episode. It's not her past. It's not the choices that she's made. It's the absence of him. And, and he is standing in there saying, I will give you this. And he promises a fresh bubbling spring within I, giving eternal life. I just think that is true refreshment. Yeah. Better than a cup of tea. Better than getting everything done on my to-do list. Better than a trip to the nail salon. It's better. And, mm-hmm. and what's standing in the way of us saying yes to that? Yeah. And you know what? My sweet sister, our our group of girls that are listening today, That's we, we want to encourage you in that. God is wanting to give each one of us way more than a cup of tea or a day at the beach. He wants to give us himself and, and fill that thirst that only he can fill. And so maybe this is a good time to just ask you a couple questions to kind of get you thinking and challenge you. Um, how have you experienced maybe rejection by man? Maybe it's some heartbreaking loss that you have walked through um, that we can't even imagine. Where have you walked through rejection by man? that in opposition to that, God offers you the fullness of his love and approval. And maybe just take a minute and look at that and really assess what are some areas where I've been broken and hurt, where God wants to come in and heal, offer himself. Um, Have you struggled to receive what God offers to you in Jesus Christ? Does it seem out of reach? That's our heart in being here is just to encourage you that it's not, he's not too good to be true. He wants to give you himself. And then um, maybe just take some time and even jot some of these thoughts down here. Where have you gone for refreshment instead of to Jesus? What was the result? Did it did it fulfill that thirst? Um, or is there something more he has for you? Mm-hmm. And with that, Lisa, you want to close us in prayer today? Happy to. Lord Jesus, thank you for the sweetness of your word and the way you use story to help us see your character and, and see ourselves in the context of relationship with you. God, I imagine that many of us have been the Samaritan woman on more than one occasion where we have felt rejected by man and have even looked at you through that lens, God, where we have felt uh, hurt and abandoned, where we feel like we don't fit in. And in the process of looking for that approval, that being chosen wholly and dearly loved, 
identity, God, that we end up going to all the wrong sources at the, all the wrong times. So I thank you, God, that you stand before us, Jesus, that you offer us living water that can be fresh and bubbling over within us, and that that water comes with the gift of eternal life. God, would we please uh, position ourselves in such a way to receive what you have to offer and to quit the refusal to receive your gifts, quit the Mm -hmm. uh, running from our reality, um, but instead run into your arms. And I pray this in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to the More to Be podcast. We're praying you've experienced a fresh encounter with God and his word during our time together today. Be sure to visit moretobe.com slash podcast for show notes, free resources, and resource links that we have waiting there for you. May you continue to think biblically and live transformed to be more like Jesus as you seek to join God in his work every day.